Welcome back to X-Men. This is a podcast that uh, breaks down the longest running superhero franchise to date. At the time of recording, one extraordinary minute at a time. I forgot to say that in the other three minutes. Shame on me. I'll get the cat and nine tails out later. Uh, this is minute four of X2 X-Men mm. United. My name is mm. Brian. I am Holly. And Holly, what happened in this minute? He kicked ass, and I loved it. Um, next, no, <laughs> l- let me be. No, I have to be. I have to be. I have to be honest. Um, I didn't, and I, I actually wrote this down. I did not make any notes for this particular scene, and the reason is you wrote down that you made I no did. notes. I, I made did. no notes. Okay. 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 And um. The reason that there was nothing for me to like discuss or whatever is just there was just beauty in the scene itself with the music and just everything about it. And so honestly, there's nothing that I can say that really will amount to a hill of beans, but it was just something (laughs) so beautiful to behold. And I loved it. Yeah, this was definitely like you can tell one no shaky cam uh, in effects mm-hmm. heavy films like this. There's probably a temptation, at least these days, of doing that. Uh, every shot is well chosen, purposeful. I mean, if they didn't do a shit ton of storyboards before shooting, I'd be shocked because this does not seem like a sequence that was found in the edit. It. I mean, of course, for some shots where he needs to teleport, you need to be more purposeful. But just as a whole, like some action sequences, you can get them. You can tell when there's going to be an effect shot because it's very a wide angle or purposeful. You're like, oh, something's going to happen here. And then the rest of it is just like a la-di-da, normal, uh, going about your business. But no, it is gorgeous uh the music especially is gorgeous uh there's great shots one i love that his makeup starts disappearing the more he (laughs) uh but even around i'm spitballing because it's not telling me very clearly what second we're at but around like 50 seconds we get a push into the keyhole and then push out into the other room so we're getting a very it's a subtle you know, CGI trick, but we're in a great layout of the action before everything is going to go down at the end. I know there's been some YouTube videos that kind of make fun of around 30 seconds, how Nightcrawler is just jumping straight at the old guy shooting at him. It's like, so you don't want to teleport right back where he's not shooting, where the bullets aren't going? Like, you know, that might be a, that might be an idea. Um, But, uh, it's just masterful. It made me want to watch X-Men First Class just for the Azazel sequences. Those are not obviously not as impressive as this because this is just like gold tier yeah. action sequence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yet an action sequence that doesn't break the uh, the logic of the rest of the movie, unlike every Quicksilver sequence. <laughs> like, okay, cool Quicksilver sequence that the uh, the second unit director did get get on this plane and be out of the movie for the rest of the movie. <laughs> bye bye, bye bye. <laughs> we only put you in here because 
Marvel will figure out a way to put Quicksilver in theirs, so we wanted to be petty. Bye-bye. It was going to be Juggernaut, which would have made a lot more sense. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so fun fact for uh, X-Men Days of Future Past, which I don't think is as good as everyone said it was, personally. Uh, yeah, Quicksilver is literally put in because Marvel was putting Quicksilver in Scarlet Witch and Avengers Age of Ultron. It was supposed to be Juggernaut, a younger Juggernaut. They replaced it. The second unit director had a special feature. He was like, yeah, the director just let me run with it, and this is what I came up with. And then, of course, they had to write him out. <laughs> like, oh, he's super-powered. Uh, they, we made him too OP and the director did like base essentially absolutely nothing in that sequence. And then of course, when the film came out, everyone was like, that quick silver scene was, Oh my God. So then in the next film, apocalypse, the, the director did the same sequence. Be like, I can do it too. I can do it too. <laughs> and, uh, it was the only interesting scene in the whole film for me. <laughs> Uh, well, I've heard. I literally was in the theater with my buddy. He can he remembered. It was just like lean back, like like a blank stare on my face. And then when Quicksilver happened, I was like lean forward. And then like nearly almost as soon as it was done, I was like, okay, yeah, oh, oh yeah, he somehow fucking broke Quicksilver's leg. Yeah, that was convenient. Tell me, tell me, he's your father. Why, why did you, why did you lay the, why did you lay all that foundation for him to tell? And then he doesn't even tell. What the. There's the most basic thing. That's all you had to do. You just had to sit. Oh my God. How do you shit the bed so lazily? God damn it. This is such a piece of shit. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, I heard a lot about that movie. So, uh, anything else for this minute? <laughs> Honestly, no. No, no. It was beautiful and I loved it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a piece of art. Mm hmm. But uh, for we'll be breaking down the rest of this sequence in the next minutes, so stay tuned for that. And uh, if anyone's got an idea of some weird challenge we could do uh, based on a certain number of ratings or reviews that we get to, uh, put it in put in like a comment on Spotify or on Instagram. Uh, and if you like, if you're watching all those Disney Plus shows of the Marvel movies, we're also reviewing those on uh, I Love You Three Thousand Reviews. All right. Well, what's your name, Alexander? <laughs> I'm Holly. I'm Brian. We are the best at what we do. Well, what we do is not very fast. Not, I almost sang as well. Not that. Not. <laughs> <laughs>